All right, guys, this is a candid conversation on illuminating the divide. Thank you for joining us. All right, I'm excited. I like these candid conversations where we just pick a random topic and we talk about it. Uh, maybe something we saw on the gram or on Twitter or wherever. <laughs> so we're just going to, uh, we have a little uh, topic today we're going to talk about. So what yes. you find, baby? What you find? So this is a brief article. I'm just going to read it. And this is his first time hearing any of this. Uh Um, The Los Angeles Protective League has sent a letter to NBA Commissioner Adam Silver requesting a formal investigation into a tweet sent out by LeBron James. (laughs) Not LeBron. They can't just leave this man alone. They cannot. What do you tweet? What do you say? Um, he tweeted after they found Derek Chauvin guilty. Um, a lot of you have probably already read the infamous and now deleted tweet. So the tweet said, you're next hashtag accountability. And wait, say that one more time. (laughs) The tweet said, you're next, hashtag accountability. Okay. And it received mixed responses. Why? I mean, why would people be upset, so upset about that? But continue on. We'll we'll talk about it. I'm interested to see what their reaction was. So sensitive, aren't they? <laughs> oh my gosh. So backlash was swift with because uh Senator Tom Cotton accused him of inciting violence against a police officer. Mm-hmm. This is disgraceful and dangerous. Is the NBA okay with this? Is Twitter was the official tweet from Tom Cotton. So LeBron removed the tweet. He deleted it. Okay. And he stated that it was being used to create more hate. So the tweet that followed was, I'm so de-tired of seeing black people killed by police. I took the tweet down because it's being used to create more hate. This isn't about one officer. It's about the entire system. And they always use our words to create more racism. I am so desperate for more accountability. Well, following that, Detective James McBride, a member of the Los Angeles Protective, I'm sorry, Los Angeles Police Protective League Board of Directors, said that um, the NBA needed to investigate LeBron. And they need to find out if he violated any of the league policies by posting the tweet. And um, his official stance on it is, and I quote, LeBron James sent that tweet out to over 50 million followers to incite violence. Oh, yes, I can feel the violence in that tweet. And that is basically what that tweet did. No officer wants to take a life, but I'll tell you one thing. That officer saved a life, and he's a hero, McBride said. 
Um, I would also like to note, before you give your final opinion on all of this, that the NBA has not responded. Then, then <clears throat> They're not going to entertain that foolishness. I can understand that anybody can request that they do an investigation, but will they? Probably not, because, number one, LeBron James is the highest profile player in the NBA, and they're going to protect their investments, trust me. <clears throat> Not saying that anybody is above the law or that anybody can just say whatever they want, but this is a far reach. And, you know, sensitive white men want to f- get their um, uh, diapers all bunched up because a black man has stood up, a high profile black man has stood up and said that we're just not going to tolerate this foolishness anymore. And the next person that does it is going to receive the same or potentially close to the same type of attention and um, process in court is not anything that we should be bothered with. I'm tired of babysitting white people's emotions. And I'm not saying that to say I can't have a conversation with someone who's white or, you know, someone who feels a certain way, but I should not have to babysit your, your, what's the word I use? Uh, uh, what do I call White it? fragility. Yes. Your white fragility because you are afraid of how strong black men stand up in their communities. I think that it's <coughs> hilarious me. when you consider the fact that the president of the United States last summer said when the looting starts the shooting starts exactly um among many many other inappropriate and unprofessional things um to simply expect accountability should not outrage anyone um police officers should not be above the law But I did think it was interesting that poor LeBron, once again, (laughs) is in the crosshairs. LeBron really needs to just consider a change of career. Maybe he needs to be a politician Mm -hmm. instead of an athlete because he is always in trouble. Their heads would explode if if LeBron James ran into the political field. I think he did what he needed to do. He said what he had to say. He took it down. There are a lot of people who tweet things and then take it down. Um, Donald Trump tweeted a lot of things and then took them down. Uh, but we don't need to go into people's past tweets. I mean, think about what he simply said. If this continues, the next person up is probably going to get um, a trial. And that's exactly what happened. What's What's so scary about that? That's all he was saying. You're next to get a trial. <laughs> Yes, you're next in line for accountability. That's right. Like, not murder. We're going to hold you to the standards of what a police officer should do. If you're outside of those standards, yes, you're going to be next. I don't see the problem with that. Um, because it wasn't the police. It wasn't no politicians. It wasn't no extra stuff that convicted Derek Chauvin. It was a jury of peers, right? Mm-hmm. And so just like we have to accept the the results of a jury's deliberation and verdict, they have to accept it too. 
And they have to understand that it, you will go to jail if you continue to act like this. Well, I don't think that the officer in the um, Micaiah Bryant situation is going to go to jail. I don't even think he's I, going to go to trial. Yeah, I doubt it. It's, um, I don't think there will be any accountability as, it, because that's what LeBron said. I don't think there will be accountability for him. I do hope for accountability for Dante, though. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. And, and everything has to be viewed independently case by case although it does seem to have a uh underlining trend which we we talk about in our many episodes but i can definitely say that excuse me that you know that for them to pull out a whole investigation about that tweet i trust me that's that's not that's not gonna go anywhere that's gonna fall on deaf ears and they're probably gonna be butt hurt about that too yep. but <laughs> they'll be all right then I mean, they'll holler reverse racism <laughs> exactly oh gosh yeah yeah but we have no time for white fragility over here so yeah definitely yeah not. i i hope that there's accountability for dante and adam and mario um i would i would love to see accountability for micaiah in terms of police reform I understand why they would possibly not charge that officer with anything. Yeah. Um, just, you know, on the surface, I get it. I don't agree with their policy or the way that they operate. But I understand why they probably are not going to do anything to him. But I would love to see the system change the way that it operates. All right. Well, speak, speaking about <clears throat> canon conversations on NBA players' tweets... Um, Kyrie Irving sent out a recent tweet that was very interesting. I want to see if you can give me your take on it. Uh Uh-oh. Yes, that's right. Candid conversations. Okay. So I know you don't watch too many, too many of the basketball games. You may watch the highlights with me sometimes when I watch them on YouTube or whatever. So not too long ago, um, there was a game between the, uh, Nets, which is the team Kyrie plays for, uh-huh. and the L.A. Lakers, okay? And the game was already hyped because, you know, the Lakers versus the Nets. Nets are, are formulated to be a big top team with right. Kevin Durant, James Harden, and other players. Yes, that's another <clears throat> built for the championship that's right. type this of is, team. This is definitely it's championship stacked. slash playoff type atmosphere. So, you know, everybody's going to be hype and ready to go but the game started to get a little you know scrappy towards the uh, second half of the um of the game and in the third quarter in particular Kyrie Irving and Dennis Schroeder go- are starting to battle and go at it and I don't know if you heard about it but um <clears throat> they were playing and Kyrie gets called for a foul for fouling Dennis Dennis Schroeder and Dennis Schroeder goes to the referee and is like you know he's been doing it all night uh, you know, slapping me on the arms and stuff like that. And this starts to go back and forth, some jawing, you know, some trash so talking. So he went and tattled? No, it's just like, it's just that, that type of atmosphere on the court sometimes when you you really say, like, he can't, you know, the only way he can stop me is by fouling me. And you kind of communicate, the players talk to the ref like that all the time. Like, he's been doing that all night, man. He's hooking me or uh, he's holding my, holding my jersey or pulling or whatever. And players sort of kind of sometimes do whatever they can to take advantage of the situation, but not 
to see what they can get away with. In some cases, some fouls aren't called, some are called. But <clears throat> what happens is Kyrie starts to kind of jaw back at Dennis Schroeder, and they're going back and forth. And we it is it is reported that Dennis Schroeder uses the N word towards Kyrie. Now, Kyrie has been on this oh, spiritual awakening journey. Um, he has uh, been vocal about his um, process and what he's been learning, how he's been growing spiritually. He's been sitting at the feet of LeBron. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and so Kyrie took very much offense when Dennis Schroeder uh, used the N-word towards him. It wasn't like he called him he called him the n-word he was like uh you know come on n-word you know what i'm saying like you really gonna act like this come on you know we, we say it you know in our in our talk and everything like that and so he Kyrie got really upset he got in Schroeder's face it was his whole thing they both end up getting ejected from the game because of this okay, okay. and so Afterwards, Kyrie put this tweet out. The N-word is a derogatory racial slur. It will never be a term of endearment, reclaimed, flipped. Never forget its foul and true history. Throw that N-word out the window right alongside all of the other racist words used to describe my people. So... my question is, do you agree or disagree with Kyrie's tweet? Um, Kyrie is misinformed. Let's okay. start there. Okay. Um, the N-word's origin is not even on this continent. Mm, okay, you got to break that down for our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, you already know. Yeah, I know, I know. That the word was negus. Right. N-E-G-U-S. Yes, which was... Look it up. Look it up. To denote royalty. Mm -hmm. So I think I have mixed emotions, and this is something that we've discussed before Mm -hmm. um, that I'm a little conflicted on. When you consider that the origin of the word isn't actually on this continent and its origin, again, had to do with royalty... And then you come to understand that it's yet another thing that was culturally appropriated from our people. Um, Right. The slave masters heard, most likely, the people that they stole from Africa calling each other that. And they began to use it, but they mispronounced it, twisted it, warped it, and gave it a negative connotation which, of course, we know now to be a low-down and dirty person. Um, I think that you have to first know its origin, and then you have to determine which version of the word you're going to use. Are you going to use the word that our ancestors used in the homeland, or are you going to use the version that we have heard here as Americans? And once you answer that question for yourself, then you can begin to determine how you feel about the word. Yeah. 
So if someone is calling you the N word with the A on it and to you it's a term of endearment and you've grown up with it all your life and it is a major part of the black culture. It's in our music. It's in our movies. It's in our homes a lot of the time. Um, if you're comfortable with that, then it's fine. If you are not comfortable with that, I think that black people should, other black people should respect that and not use that word in reference to you if you're not okay with it. Um, if you choose to go back to, again, the origin and call your friends or family members niggas, not niggas, <laughs> um, my niggas. <laughs> yeah, then I don't even think there's cause for offense, but you have to be mindful of the fact that a lot of people don't know the origin. So then you also have to be willing to educate them. That's right. So that they know and understand what you're calling them. But I think in all things, you have to be respectful of other people's feelings about that word. It's it's yeah. a touchy, touchy subject. Yeah, yeah. And it's... It it definitely is a touchy subject, and I when I saw Kyrie, um, I saw the clip when they were going back and forth. I thought he was just upset because you know he maybe felt like Schroeder was trying to make him seem like he can't guard him, and you know they start talking and the way NBA is played now, a lot players get thrown out for all kind of silly reasons, mm -hmm. and I thought that they just wouldn't stop talking trash to each other, and sort of so to stop it from escalating, they just threw them both out, but. The story came out that Kyrie was actually upset more about being referred to as a N word <clears throat> instead of what they, you know, the, the refs call. And so when he came out and made this tweet, I wanted to see how you felt. And it is something that is often discussed in our community. You know, should we or should we not be using the N word? And I, I, I see where Kyrie's coming from, but at the same time, I kind of disagree too. I I do think that we have established it as some what a term of an endearment in our community. Whether you want it to be or not, that's your choice. Um, reclaimed. I don't know that we ever gave it away. You know what I'm saying? Like you, if if someone stole it stole it or attempted to use it to degrade you and you then in turn took it and made it back to what it may potentially originally referred to i guess you can say reclaim but i don't wouldn't call it reclaiming i wouldn't even call it repurposing i would just say that you know it's being used in culturally in a way that is different from what it was meant for to be used as a uh, condescending or insulting term. Um, now I can say that everybody who uses the N word is not always referring to the N E G U S original word, original word. You know, some people may just be using it cause we use it on the streets or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, it does have a foul history. Um, but in America, <clears throat> in America, when you're looking at Western culture, and that's what I would ask Kyrie. I'm like, okay, well, Kyrie, well, how do you identify culturally now? Because you seem to have be somewhat, you're not ascribing to the Western philosophy of things, yet you're not ascribing to the current uh, black culture in America because they use the word 
So where are you coming from? If if you know if he could expound more on that, that'd be a good conversation to have. I would love to see how his points would be, but I don't have a problem using the word when I when I but I don't use it with everybody. Even if I walk into a room full of black people, I'm not gonna call anybody in that group. Yo, what's up, man? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I only use that with people who who I know and have that type of relationship with. Just like you can't speak about everything with everybody you walk into a room with either. Right. Like you can't go into walk into a room with a group full of people and just tell them all your business <clears throat> or even talking about certain things because, you know, it's all, it all comes down to reading the room. Yeah. Now, the other aspect was, is Dennis Schroeder really, quote unquote, a part of a community that should be able to? Because Dennis Schroeder is actually not born in America. Mm-hmm. He is. I gathered that by his last name. Yeah. He is actually from, I believe it's Germany. So can people who are not, quote unquote, Black or African American, should they even be allowed to use? Well, the word? he's black, but he's German. Yeah. Um. This guy. Um. And his father's German, and. Yeah. He was born and raised in Germany and then came to to the States to uh, play sports. Now his mother is Gambian. Okay. So. <laughs> um, maybe he shouldn't be using it. Maybe he should. Maybe well, he's. But his mother's West African, though. I understand. Is my point. So I think. First of all, I'm trying to address the fact that you said people who aren't black. Dennis Schroeder is black. Okay, let's let's start there. He's black. He is German. Right. Versus being American. And I think another thing to be mindful of is that our identity is different from the identity of black people from somewhere else. Right. Um, if you were born and raised in Germany or Africa or somewhere on the continent of Africa or in South America somewhere your identity is going to be a little different. Um, now, there are very few places in the world that haven't been colonized. Very few. So you should have some type of experience that would teach you that there are certain interactions that are not okay. Right. But he's definitely black. He simply has a different life experience if he grew up in Germany from the one that Kyrie would have had as an African-American. Right. Um. Again, as a black person, I would respect the fact that Kyrie doesn't want to be referred to in that fashion and I wouldn't do it. Right. When I use the N-word, because I'll just be honest, I mean, it's a candid conversation. There's no point in lying to you guys. Um, It's something I'm trying to get out of my vocabulary, but I haven't fully succeeded. And I don't use it as a term of endearment. Like, I have never just walked up to somebody and been like, my Right. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I am not Denzel out here. (laughs) Um, Something that sticks out in my memory, even from 
way back is Antoine Fisher. Okay. And how she called him that. Mm-hmm. And something about that stuck with me, like, the entire rest of my life. And I saw that movie when I was fairly young. Something about it was just wrong. Mm-hmm. So I don't refer. Yeah, the fact that she didn't even use their names. She just called yes. them. Yeah. Um, I don't refer to people in that way as a term of endearment. I use it kind of like joker like if you're if you're not a member of the black community it's kind of funny like that's <laughs> to somebody else's like joker is a character from batman what does she mean so it's common for older black people to be like do you know what that joker said to me yeah I and got you. so i use the n-word kind of in that same context that said okay okay <laughs> um so I can see that being offensive. Right. Right. Just like, you know, if somebody was like, that crazy joker told me to go down there, you know. So Kyrie is not wrong for his feelings mm-hmm. about what was said to him. The only thing that I was addressing is that he's misinformed about the origin of the word. Okay. And I think we are entitled to, as he put it, reclaim that word because its origin isn't what we know it to be here in America. Right, right. But if we are going to reclaim that word, and this is where y'all are going to stone me, we must then live by and abide by the true meaning of the original word and its original context. Mm Mm-hmm. If we're going to run around calling each other kings and queens, then we have to behave as such as well. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I I can agree with what everything you just said. Um, And, you know, like I said, I I don't, I, I use it. I don't use it with every black person I see. I don't. I view every black person I see as a N E G U S kings and queens um but i don't walk into a room of black people and say yo what's up (laughs) please don't (laughs) that's not okay you know what i'm saying um because again you got to read the room you got to have conversations with people and um you can't just be like whatever whatever um i have used a word like you said in in general sense like yo uh, like yo niggas be crazy or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or uh, like you said, the Joker term. This Joker is crazy or whatever like that. But, but yeah, I, I just want to get your take on that. Uh, it it was interesting to see how Kyrie has uh kind of been making um this a conversation to have amongst sports athletes. And just like we were talking about earlier with LeBron's stance when it comes to political topics, this is a not necessarily political political topic, but a topic that has been come about in the black community. And, mm-hmm. you know, Kyrie has been emerging as this new person to as he's grown and, you know, he had to take some time away from the NBA for a while to kind of fix things mentally. He's talked about um, mental health. And, and I know it's uh, coming up to be Mental Health Month. Mm-hmm. And so um, just these type of conversations um, 
I think can be had with other people. And so uh, we want to know what you guys think um, with the LeBron tweet. <laughs> should he have taken it down? Should he have kept kept, kept it up? And uh, should the people have asked for a full on investigation into his tweet? Um, and then also uh, with Kyrie's tweet, did you, do you think that the N word should be erased from the mouths of black people in the black community? So uh, we thank you for joining us for this candid conversation. If you like these, uh, let us know. We'll continue to do the, I guess, the raw truth of the of the matter. <laughs> these are just topics that we just saw throughout the, uh, you know, whatever, and we figured we just record ourselves reacting to them live. And so, yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate you for listening again to this podcast. You can listen to us on all your streaming platforms um, where podcasts are streamed, whether that's Spotify, Apple, Google, uh, wherever you get your podcasts at the Illuminate at Illuminating the Divide. And you can also follow us on social media at Illuminating the Divide on Facebook and Instagram. Hey, babe. Yes. I love you. I love you too.